0: It's like, um, what was it? Uh, we're broke and need more money, so we're getting back together and touring. Yeah,
1: it'll definitely do
0: that.
2: Hello. Shalom. Shalom.
1: Shalom, the Jewish hello. All right, I think this will do. Will you say something really quick? Something really quick.
2: Don't do that. Dude. Just... Oh, okay. Um, sorry. sorry.
1: But can I do that? You may do that. Yeah, you can, can do that. that. Okay. I can do that. Okay. Just, that. just be careful, man. Doesn't do it. Uh, Whoa, take it easy. Just because I don't like him very much. Back off, man. Scoot back a tad. Or actually, don't. I'm... Nah, I'm good. Yeah, I know. I, know I speak nice.
2: softly. One more time. Hello. Hi. Sh- say shalom. Check. Shalom. Give those S's. Chlamydia. Yeah, syphilis. I like it. Gonorrhea. No way. Diarrhea. nuh right. Diarrhea lady. We are recording. Have are a good plates. Are you ready? Yep. Are you ready?
1: I'm just here, man. <laughs> All right. Just so you know, before we start <laughs> this, we're going to air this. Going to air this. And you can't do anything about it legally. <laughs> <laughs> legally. Le- yeah. Okay. Hi. Welcome to Your Thoughts Podcast. I'm Jesse Martinez. Oh, I'm Tyler Beck. This is our guest, Alex. Forgot your last name. His name is... And Alex. my first name, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> is Aaron Quintero. Aaron, Aaron. It's Aaron. There's something guy. with an A. I, I, I <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> that's not my uh, name. He is the lead singer of uh, Nirvana? Um, Foo Fighters. Actually, that. that's a common mistake. This is Dave Grohl. He um, lied to me a lot. Um, <laughs> Star Crunch. Actually,
0: I, I also started out as a drummer. What? And then me ended up as a singer, either, dude. I've also never
1: drummed before.
0: What? I...
2: Oh. I didn't know either.
1: Right? Like, you think you've seen me do it. I've never done it
0: before.
2: So, were you playing in another band when you were drumming?
0: Um, I was trying to start a band. Um, Like, it was junior high school. Everyone was like, oh, yeah, it'd be so cool if we were in a band, because we were, like, all these rejects. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to start a death metal band. And then I, like, recorded some demos doing, like, guitar and drums and vocals, and no one else was doing anything. So, I was like, "Eh, whatever, I guess I'm not playing drums. Yeah, somehow I ended up singing.
1: Yeah, and we were just listening to your EP, which, do you have a name for that EP? Oh, it's a Starcross EP. Just, yeah, just, that's just what it is. a it's Starcross, Starcross EP. EP? I like it. That's
0: good. Yeah. It's can... like our
2: Elena Avenue EP. <laughs> yeah. Just subtitled. It's just subtitled. That's yeah, the best I, way to go.
0: So, the thing is, um, we had this collection of songs. We did three with uh, Joe Gerhard from Sleepwalker, and then we did three with Nick Matthews from Get Scared in LA, and we're like, okay, we're going to make uh, an EP out of this, but... What are we gonna do? We had a, like we had a bunch of different names floating around for like albums and shit, um, but we didn't know what to do for cover art. So I had actually uh, I had taken a picture on the freeway, just of like cars going by at night. I don't advise doing that. No. Um, the dangerous whiskey. Yeah, I just like I threw the logo on that. I was like, what are we gonna call this? There's nothing that goes with this. So I'm like, okay, we'll just uh, we'll just call it Stark RCP. Put a little more thought into the new one. It's an acoustic EP. We called it uh, Watch It Break.
1: Oh, good. Is there any like particular meaning to watching it break, or are you just a masochist?
0: Um, I'm actually uh, a sadomasochist.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Congratulations. Really. That's a yeah. hard business to get into. <laughs> yeah.
0: I've tried a lot. <laughs> it's painful. <laughs> it is. It's indeed, indeed. Oh, I mean, it is painful. I just like, that, spilled huh? coffee down mm-hmm. my face, and that kind of burned. You saw me do that earlier today, too. Mm. Um, so, so, yeah. Good.
1: So, so, for once, and I think this isn't going to happen very often, but we have another musician to talk to, and I have been very much eagerly waiting to talk music with
0: another musician. Yeah, musicians this, are so hard to oh, get I in know. a room together, oh, especially man. It's one that ridiculous. Like, especially if you're in a band together. Oh, yeah. it's impossible to get everyone in the same room.
1: Genuinely impossible. Yeah. We know our drummer right now is going to be mad that I say this, <laughs> <laughs> but he's uh, he's been raving lately, like a genuine raves. Boy do I have oh God, something why? to tell you about this rave. Uh I'll tell you later. But um yeah, he's been raving and we have very limited time to practice every week. Practice Saturdays. Now I am no saint when it comes to showing up on practice. Uh and so there's been times where me and Tyler and Nick and Lester have not been able to show up. But they were for genuine reasons, like I don't wanna go or it's fuck this. Band. <laughs> but, He's been raving well, a lot. I my pants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so he's been raving a lot. And it's kind of been a bummer because we started recording uh, demos for the album that we just wrote. So it's not a huge deal. But also, we can't continue until
0: he records his drum parts. And that's I can, been difficult. I, I told you. I started out as a drummer. Do you, you want me to record the drum drummer?
1: parts? I think you'd be pretty mad.
0: Yeah, I got a, a pro master's kit in my garage. What? Yeah, if you want to. Like, a and master?
1: I... Like, you've you mastered the skill. And then also, you're being paid. As a professional master at the drums, so he's saying right now.
0: Well, I'm saying the kit the is called is a Pearl Masters kit. <laughs> I know. What you There's meant. some moon gels on <laughs> it, and I got some drum mics and shit. Oh, oh. we have we just. Somebody was of.
2: mentioning to me recently we should try moon gels on the toms.
1: Moon gels is yeah. that something that I've heard of? Moon gels are rad. Are yeah, great? rather than using tape. Oh, is it just the same concept?
2: Yeah.
0: That's pretty neat. Yeah,
2: right it's like but it, it doesn't it, leave residue, and you can move sticky them around. things.
0: And then you can um, – I read that you can just, like, wash them off and reuse them. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I've we never had, tried it, though. We I'm had issues too.
1: with our first recording uh, for the, one of the EP songs. Um, the floor tom was – resonated so badly. And we're not uh, – for the demos, we're not um, soundproofing the room. So that had a lot to do with it. But also, it was really, really bad. Like, it would resonate for, like, an hour, and then it would stop. So it was two power An hour. You, a you full recorded hour. that for like a whole Oh, while. man. It was a long day. We had to hit it, and then we waited for an hour, and then we tried it again. Well, it like 45 minutes. And modern
0: time. times, a lot of people will, like, uh, sample the kid that you're recording with right. and then replace with it. So did wow. you, like, just record it so, like, as long as it sustained? And you like, oh, yeah. you got, yeah. like, one Tom hit that yeah. lasted an hour? A huge
1: Tom hit that, that, that lasted ridiculous. an hour. Oh, it was had ridiculous. to be, like, like yeah. 500 megs. Oh, it was ridiculous. Yeah. And we were clipping the whole time. It clipped for like a whole 45 minutes and then it started slowing <laughs> down. <laughs> it started coming down a little uh, after that last 15. But yeah, no. So we had some issues there. We're now, we have a book. This is our first uh, recording process that we're doing by ourselves. Our last EP was recorded by Cash Philburn. 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 Yeah. yeah. And uh, he did a really I'm good familiar. job. He has a mustache now. He does. Have you yeah. seen, that? are you on a Snapchat? Uh, I'm not, dude. I'm not, this I'm, dude is... I don't really
0: use Snapchat. Like, to me, Snapchat is like when people want to say shit that they don't want repeated, or when really? they want to like send nudes that they don't want breasts, distributed yeah. breasts. Yeah, right. yeah, distributed like... breasts. God, <laughs> when, when I was on Snapchat, I saw so many male breasts. It was oh, ridiculous. there's not enough male breasts. In my, in my really? honest
1: opinion, yeah, all these females are all right, showing well, their breasts. I need to get you in contact breasts. with some guys. Oh, please, yes, I need absolutely lesters and breasts.
2: Not Lester's breasters. breasters Those ones are nice. I like seeing. Uh, they're too breasts. hard.
1: They're too, too much. <laughs> he's, you know? he's been working like them. a nice squishy breast. What like about Uncle Fester's? Uncle Fester's. Banging. Uncle, Uncle, Fester's uh, uh, Uncle, <laughs> Uncle <laughs> Fester. Uncle fucker. <laughs> Uncle fucker. Um, so, uh, it's our first time recording by ourselves, and we've obviously run into some snags, and uh, a lot of them we ran into and then we fixed because we have some sort of knowledge about uh recording and uh so we have a book now that we're writing um
2: what the problem is what the potential cause of it is the potential solution and then the actual solution
1: so that we never run into them again so we have like a go-to troubleshoot book and it's neat because obviously we could just look this shit up yeah you could just find it but everything's on youtube but we're going through this journey. Or
2: lynda.com. Linda's that site brilliant. has been very helpful. We're
1: going through this journey because I feel like if we can find the problem and then find the solution ourselves, it'll make us better uh, recording engineers, quote unquote. Uh, so that's what we're doing. So we're trying to stay away from finding the uh, solution online and just doing it ourselves. And then we write down the solution ourselves. And then we didn't talk about this, but I think we
0: should uh,
2: That's not true. Compare. I think Nick looks it up.
1: I haven't seen him do it.
0: Yeah, I feel like that would uh, be that faster. Would a lot of time, yeah.
2: Just know?
1: leave me alone, man. I just want to go <laughs> through the journey, man.
2: I don't think that's actually how we do it.
1: That's how I do it. I'm <laughs> You're like delaying the journey. Let me be, man. That's okay. <laughs> it's already been two and a half years. I can do another 14. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: it's taken forever for us to write this album. It's it's It took a long time. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Um, What's the situation with your band? Because I know Kenneth was leaving like a while ago.
0: Oh, yeah. Kenneth left a long
2: time ago. And uh, the bassist was like a fill in, wasn't he? Or.
0: Uh, so since Warp Tour 2014, uh, we had. I think I was there for um, that. I think he was our second bass player. Uh, his name is Josh Morris, and uh, he's been back with us since then. Um, and then. My lead guitarist, Ruben Ariano had actually left the band for a little while, and then uh, he came back, and now my original drummer, Kevin Easterday, um, he was in like old, old bands in the scene, uh, Tainted Winter and Aesthetic Silhouette, which probably no one knows by now. Um, Yeah, now he's back drumming for us, or he's kinda been back drumming for us, and then I actually have uh, my old singer, Andrew Gross, he's going to be playing guitar and keys and doing some dual vocals uh, for um, actually our last show, which is going to be on June 22nd at Club Red. So that's going to be the last Starcross show. What? Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. um, We actually have some other things in the works right now. Um,
2: Was Justin Knight ever your drummer?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he was for a minute. You say that condescendingly? Um, <laughs> juicy. Mm. Uh We just don't really work together creatively. Um, there were things that he wanted to do. He was kind of trying to steer in the direction of, like, glam rock. Not, like, sonically with the, with the music, but, like, his whole, like, stage persona and uh, the way that he was playing the drums. um which I mean, it would be fine if he had written the drums that way, but we had a uh, bunch of pre-written like... songs,
2: huh? Pre-written songs. Yeah,
0: yeah. We had a, um, we had like two other drummers that had uh, contributed to the writing before him, and he actually didn't write anything for any of the songs. Um, we actually we weren't able to work in any of the songs that we were writing while he was in the band because. He had this thing where he needed to uh, know things in the context of a set, not just like a song. So it it just made things a little challenging. There's um, a word for that. Uh, ego. Yeah, <laughs> just, it sounds like his is just huge, <laughs>
1: and it's a little ridiculous.
0: You know. I mean, he just he knows what he wants to do, and I respect that. Yeah. But what he wants to do and what I want to do. Well, that's there now. <laughs> <laughs> What he wants to do and what I want to do and what the rest of the band wants to do, they're completely right. different things. I think as a musician... So it's well, just creative
2: differences.
1: Yeah. Well, because I've been in Elena Avenue my entire career of being a musician. Oh yeah, me too. Right, you too. Yeah. yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that uh, Hallocene show we played? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, you
1: remember that Hallocene show that we all played as Elena Avenue? Yeah, I mean? had bronchitis. <laughs> yeah. Was yeah, yeah, it wasn't there. Or the uh, Joe's Grotto the show. Where, um, you, where you were, everybody was like, yay, and then we opened and everybody was like, boo, <laughs> because that happened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I've been in Elena Avenue, like, how long? I never remember, like five.
2: I think we've been doing four, it for six years. Six years.
1: years. Um, and I have never done anything serious Uh, aside from that, but a couple of times I've been pulled aside to do just fun stuff with uh, not really bands but other musicians who want to, we all do that. Somebody plays a guitar as well and you play another instrument and you you work together just for fun. Uh,
0: But never... I've been talking about like filling in on drums for bands and I've played guitar for um, Perfect Sense. Um, There was a few other things in there. I, I can't remember everything, but yeah, like... Well, in with different instruments. Yeah, Because yeah, I, yeah.
1: I play, I play, I play drums, I play bass, I play guitar, I play uh, uh banjo, flute. I play uh, the skin flute. Yeah, the skin flute. Sorry, He's very solo, good at that. Yeah. One. Oh man, I mastered that. I haven't mastered any other instruments, but what about skin baiting? flute? You haven't mastered baiting? No, I haven't mastered baiting. Hmm. Uh, that one's a tricky one for me. <laughs> I can't get it. I can't. <laughs> he needs help. <laughs> I do. I need help. I'll uh, have uh, you know. It's that dude in. touch? Yeah. Well, like, he'll come in and he'll show me how touch it's supposed to be done. Yeah, yeah, and
0: it's not there, but um, because you have a dude hand. Right? I do. And like Tyler has female it's like, hands. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's like getting a hand job from a dude. Same like, size Brandy. If, yeah. if you're not into yeah. hand jobs from right. dudes, like, you're, it's not gonna work. Just like all butt sex is gay butt sex. All okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so no matter what butt stuff is gay unless you say no homo first. Why? Why? Like if it's with a woman, like you're you're committed. You're with your girlfriend. Like, if you don't say no homo first, then it's gay. I don't know if it's gay, though. Because, like, if I looked at a butthole that I,
1: that was not it, it was, like, a disembodied butthole, I feel like I could tell the difference between a man butthole and a female butthole. Really okay, so
0: if there's a disembodied butthole, then that person no longer exists. <laughs> so it's not a So man you can't identify female. the gender Because, like, if you cut out someone's butthole, then they just, like, they drop out of existence oh, that's entirely. Right. That's right. Because if you don't
1: have a butthole, you don't exist. that's, yeah. just the, the case.
0: that's some shit. Yeah, one that's time, some shit. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, one time uh, at a job I used to work, um, so like I have ripped jeans. I see and there was, that. Like, you like, need to s- patch those up, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> they're 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 too far gone. Yeah, I um, see that. Yeah, definitely. I have some that like they're ripped back here for some reason. Dude, I had it's
1: party weird. pants that used to go be ripped from here to here. Tyler <laughs> remembers them. Because yeah, I would people
2: will parties, tell you get new pants and, and you would be like I don't want do to.
1: Yep, and I didn't want to because I was a child.
0: Yeah, anyway, so there was like <laughs> a hole in in my back pocket sure. and then uh one of my uh one of my coworkers turns around and she's like, "You have a hole in your butt." And I'm like doesn't I assume everybody? everyone does. I don't. Well, then you but don't, also exist. don't exist. Yeah, shit right. just
2: comes out of his mouth instead no, 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 of his it ass.
0: Doesn't I I'm don't hearing exist. it. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: all the shit that I'm that I'm saying I don't ever really know what I'm talking about. But That's to like my diarrhea lady downstairs. To my main point. <laughs> I have played and you have played and Tyler has played with different musicians, not necessarily other bands, though I have played with genuine other bands. I actually it's not a side yeah, project. i have jammed and diddled for with for fun. Having... I have a buddy who doesn't know how to play guitar with a guy who barely knows how to play drums and then there's me who's uh, more skilled than the two of them, not to say Anything negative, but I've been practicing far longer than they have, Um, and they suck, and I I suck with them. But it's fun, right? There's really no creative juices, but we're all jamming, and it sounds like shit, and I personally love it. But there was only one person out of all of that that we could not play with any of us individually, and that was um, uh, what was his name? Uh, Summer Strahan's ex-boyfriend had a kid with him, William. Will. He played bass, and uh, we were all kind of friends with it for a little while, and he lived in a garage, and he had a bunch of basses and, and a bass amp, and he, he learned really good. He could do triplets and, and his uh, arpeggios, and he could arpeggiate very well. He learned really good technique, but when you tried to play with him, it was, it was more than creative control gone wrong. It was more than uh, uh, creative differences. It was, if you don't do it my way. Get the fuck out! And you can't play with someone like that because you both have creative uses. You know, he's he's a music dictator, and it wasn't fun to play with. You know,
0: I'm kind of stuck on the triplets. Are triplets like a measure of skill? No, triplets. Yeah, it's literally just,
1: but it's very hard to master. It's it's really really difficult. Um, because, well, I have a I have
0: a strong like percussion background. Yeah. Um, like I started out when I was really young playing uh piano, then I moved to violin for a little while and then um, I started playing percussion in uh, band, then I got a drum set mm-hmm. and then I joined drumline. really was, like triplets were just like bread and butter.
1: Yeah. Oh for the for the percussions, yeah. See it's a it's a little different. Um and I i play bass but I can't slap. My technique is I can pretty much play bass to Green Day. You know? Like if you if you put a Green Day song in front of me I'll grab a pick pick it out. And I, I can do, obviously do, 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 you know, figure picking and shit like that. Um, and, but... Uh, when I think
0: uh, Green Day bass, I always think Longview.
1: Yeah, because it's like the one where the it's bass so is prominent. Yeah, it's really, really groovy. But uh, triplets, I've, I've, it's I like can't swing. do them. Because I'm left-handed. I taught myself right-handed guitar before I even knew that left-handed guitars existed. So I never switched over to lefty or lefty flip because I was already trained. And I kind of hate myself for it. And so, obviously, I taught myself right-handed bass too, because really hard to find a left-handed bass, or even a lefty flip bass is fucking sucks. It's hard to find. Um, but I my could brother never actually learn... has a flipped lefty bass. Really, that's <laughs> ridiculous, and also super cool. Yeah, because
0: like it's uh, it's so hard to play. Yeah, because the knobs are on top, on top so you're yeah. trying to <laughs> trying to avoid knobs. Just like... Yeah, <laughs> um, it's so... a nightmare. So, but... And the nut's broken. No, Somehow he busted a nut.
1: What? That's hilarious. Yeah. I don't know if you're actually serious about it. I'm absolutely abs- 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 <laughs> serious. He busted a nut. Because the joke there was perfect as like- well. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, the nut is what holds the strings in place at the top of the fretboard Yeah, it's, board it's, on, it's
0: only broken on the side of the bottom
1: string. The, well, there's the top or the, the high E or the low E? Think
0: top. We're, we're talking bass. Oh, you're talking. We're talking bass. Right. I got it. Thank you.
2: Only four strings. No, bottom e. string. It.
0: Bottom string's the low yeah.
1: string. Yeah, so the low E. Right? Don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, <goodbye> now. <laughs> to finish my thought before I completely forget, like I always do, um, I my technique with my right hand, especially with finger picking, very difficult, because it's all here. The speed and accuracy has always been in my left hand, because I'm dominantly left-handed, so learning... The finger-picking, especially on bass You just gotta, right like, hand. diddle the air all day. Yeah. Well, I do, and then also I have a boyfriend, so diddle him. It's Tyler. It's not me. It is you. Come on, man. We talked about this. Okay, maybe. Sometimes. Yeah. all the time. Um, so, yeah, it was very hard for me to learn triplets or even... I see you still do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's practicing. He is. He's In the, the air.
1: Now, do the triplets. You gotta do the three. Oh, that shit. You wouldn't even... <laughs> I go, boom, it's because you don't get that sound. I... You got to do a finger roll now. Rave, Lester will appreciate the sound of this. Anyway, Does the, sound sound? Of the occasional wrist rub. <laughs> no, yeah, there's no sound. <laughs> the wrist, <laughs> mm, them wrists. Um. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, you're quitting. Not quitting, but Starcross is going to fade away. Yeah. And then you're gonna start something new, which was
0: it's actually gonna burn out. Oh, it's just not gonna fade away. <laughs> well, it's just gonna burn up. And yeah, we're going out in up. blaze of glory. So, um, this last show that we're doing, um. It's actually kind of symbolic um, I'm basically going to martyr Starcross um, I used to I used to book shows a lot a few years ago and you know I'd get like these core bands that I would always book and then I'd like get, more bands in no, and then we'd all band is that a
1: like, band with like a really solid core in between yes, them not a metal bond core. Of brothers. <laughs> it's <laughs> not, just they a <laughs> strong core in, in themselves yeah, like as, as they do a lot, lot of a a community of so yeah. we made it like
0: a community so we'd get these bands in everyone would be friends mm-hmm. and then everyone in the crowd would mingle it would be, f- right. be a giant orgy yeah. everyone would get those super close shows, really. and then like everyone would just stay for like all the bands and that's like that's like the goal like, everyone should stay for everyone if if they can, you know? I think that if you go to a show, and you're
1: only there for the headliner or the band that invited you, you're a piece of shit, and the whole band, every other band should jump you and your friends who just came for the one band. I think they should just... Honestly, go. I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with just coming in for no, one there's everything band. Wrong like, with I've it.
0: done it too. No, yeah, no Everyone has done I've too. never done that three, 36 times. <laughs> never everyone done has done it. Time. Like... If if that anyone says that they haven't, then they're full
1: of shit. I went to a Gojira concert, and I stayed for the whole thing, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to do it, because Mastodon sucks. I don't like them, but they were the headliner, and Gojira came first.
0: I don't like Mastodon. Ah, that's okay. We can have
1: different opinions. You're just wrong. Just, <laughs> just tiger. How many?
2: I think I saw Gojira with Tesseract, and I didn't like Tesseract. Yeah,
0: I just, if you go to a Gojira concert, so Tesseract is are, actually it's like called the Cosmic Cube.
2: I, I liked the, the, concept. the concept of it was really cool, but I didn't like their music. I think it was Tesseract.
1: Well, if I feel like if Tesseract met you, they'd be like, who's this mouse person? I don't like him. He's kind of an asshole. They even had a shirt that great I was mouse like, detective.
2: I would buy that shirt if I liked your music. Because the shirt really. was cool. It was the
1: Tesseract. Do you know how many people come up to us and go, I would buy your shirt if I liked your music?
2: I hope Every they day do, because that means that they liked my artwork. Oh, that's true. <laughs> like, oh,
0: this is so cool,
1: but you guys sucked, and I can't be promoting you like that. I don't want other people's ears to bleed, and that's pretty good. How many bands do you know that just talk trash on their own band, even though they don't really believe it? Some people do believe it, and they still go with it, because they like how trash it sounds. You
2: know? How trash. Yeah. I mean, I don't, really,
1: I don't genuinely think we sound like trash. We work hard. We're, we're trying to be a professional band. Sometimes it's fun to harp on yourself, but they're, you know, it gets a little old. Can you play the harp? (sighs) We can grab my harp really quick. (laughs) 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 Show this fool up real quick. No, I can't play the harp. But yeah, people trash on their own bands because they think it's funny. I never saw it funny, and I do it myself. Yeah, I still don't think it's funny.
0: I've had bandmates that did that, and I'm just like, why? I mean, it's like self defeating. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because nobody, you've never gone up to somebody even jokingly and said, hey, come see our band. It's awful.
2: All they just heard
1: was what I tell people like.
0: um, Sometimes when I'm introducing myself to people, I'm like, "Hi, I'm Aaron, and I pretend that I can sing." Well, immediately I don't have
1: psychopaths, and I don't want to talk to you. Like,
0: I don't have too much confidence, like in my my voice (laughs) or my ability to sing, but I still do it anyway, just because I enjoy it. And like, I'm more of a writer. I'm I'm not really like a singer or a screamer or a guitarist or any of that shit. I'm just like I'm just a writer Composer. and then you compose yeah.
2: music. Can you play guitar as well? Yeah. So you're like a multi-instrumentalist.
0: Yeah, I play nice. uh piano, violin, guitar, bass, drums, and vocals. That's six. That's a lot. A little bit of ocarina. Most people much. can't
1: even play one of the things and
0: use just seven things.
1: I I can't do that.
0: Well, I'm I'm a jack of all trades and a master of no, baiting
1: every, right. Master. and I again if you need I, I could do some pointers in all honesty if we're gonna talk about masters uh, being baited we'll just anyway continue um, yeah uh, Tyler what's been going on with you man let's think your thoughts
2: so we uh, we tracked the vocals for a demo on Saturday uh, him and I did uh, lead vocals and backup vocals that That's went pretty which one well was which. No, seriously, guess
0: <laughs> Dexter. He's
2: yeah, fucking Dexter's vocalist.
1: fucking right, dude. Though, like, we got the we got the voice actor of Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory to do a song with us, and also Dave Bustain. Didn't Is didn't it... the original Dexter die? I don't know, man. Like that? I maybe like watched three actor? episodes yeah. of that wonderful show before it got canceled. So. Dexter's Laboratory yeah. or the no, show? Not the show, Dexter. That's a dis. <laughs> Show <laughs> no, the end pissed me off, and it made the the beauty of the first few seasons d- destroyed.
0: Oh, it's like yeah. the 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 chick. Yeah, like
2: don't. You guys are gonna spoil <laughs> it yeah, <don't laughs>
1: spoilers. Fuck it. His sister dies. He doesn't
2: kill her though. It's his brother. It's his brother. It's, it's been years since the show finished. Should have watched it. I never watched any of it. Don't, dude. Never even watched the first episode. Up. No, 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 no. It's awful. Just don't watch it because it sucks at the end. <laughs>
1: yeah, dude, it's it ruins the whole. Did you think that it ruined the entire series at the end? Of there, I
2: did not watch the entire
0: series. Oh, you didn't?
1: Oh, <laughs> oh did I spoil <laughs> it for you? Awesome! I've never. I, done that. Uh, did I you watch no the last
0: episode?
2: And you no, shouldn't just hearsay. Yeah, just like, don't. Just, just hearsay. it will
1: ruin everything,
2: man. I don't even know anything about. It. I just remember that meme that was like, "Supplies, bitch. Some <laughs> <laughs> <That was laughs> fries, bitch. Supplies, motherfucker. Supp- yeah, oh yeah, not bitch." <laughs> Motherfucker, some fries, motherfucker. I apologize.
0: Super size, motherfucker. <laughs> Super <laughs> size.
1: <laughs> yeah, good shit. Um,
0: nah, I'm just I like getting more and more awake as we go because I see this coffee's you're just like going downing that. <laughs>
1: it's fucking... <laughs> pretty nuts. Oh, he's gonna pour it all over his body. That'll look really sexy.
2: Um, nah,
0: dude, I don't want to stain my Oswald shirt. That is a really good Oswald shirt. It's just Mickey Mouse longer ears, so I like it. It's it's actually not though. It's Oswald the Lucky Rabbit.
2: <laughs> Is that a rabbit?
0: Yeah, he he's, came before. He's me. wearing
1: the same shoe Did he really? Everything. Did yeah. he come before?
0: Yeah. Oh. But Walt Disney didn't have a the rights to him and a ripoff. What a what a masterpiece. They're concept. both his. No. <laughs> Are they really? But he didn't have the rights because he produced it under like another company, and then when he started his own company, he couldn't use it. Oh. oh yeah. And so he finally. Like, what if
1: that off. was. The, the thing that we know today, and on your shirt was like Mickey Mouse, and people were like,
0: oh, this is a rip-off of Oswald the Bunny. <laughs> Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. God, you need to watch some no, old-school cartoons. Just, I'm, I've I'm, never even heard of it. Yeah, I never have either. Check it out. Oswald it. the Lucky Rabbit. <laughs> is was is old. That's pretty neat. Old uh, cartoons were fucked up, though. Yeah,
1: no, they were uh, disturbing. Well, they, they were true, though. They weren't they were disturbingly racist, or just really hardcore on the. Uh, they weren't true. <laughs> no, they weren't. No, shut up and let me talk. Okay, they go were on. true in the aspect that they didn't like.
0: He doesn't know what he's saying. A said. lot of <laughs>
1: subliminal messaging inside of like old school tar- cartoons, especially political, and uh, you, you had to kind of be aware of political situations to see them, and they were pretty brutal if you really think about it i don't have any examples cuz i haven't seen an old school cartoon in a long time but <laughs> what,
0: <laughs> what are you doing what are you doing yeah what are you doing i was actually whistling fairly odd parents <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> i didn't hear it <laughs> so Well, we started this because we were sitting around uh, one day just talking politics, as we often do, because we have uh, very similar ideas on uh, politics and political debates, and I was thinking, when you hear about politics, it's mostly from politicians with agendas, and they want you on their side, whether good or bad, you know, they want people siding with them as much as possible. I mostly hear about
0: politics on Facebook from uh, people with very strong opinions not very informed, but very strong opinions.
1: Right. So we wanted this to be about people who aren't heard, who would like to be heard about any opinion that they have on any subject, not necessarily politics. But we've got stuff a lot. Butt stuff. Yep. Right. Yeah, That's stuff. right. We wanted to, we <laughs> want to hear what you want to talk about. It doesn't have to be politics. But the last four that we did uh, were strongly polit- politically based. Uh, or religion times. or spirituality. Yeah, yeah. Exactly
2: philosophy, but
1: if it wants to be about butt stuff, and when we, when we, uh, when we promoted this on Facebook, somebody asked, uh, what the topics would be about, because a lot of people, they go on podcasts, and they have a specific topic that they'd like to talk about, and they want to hear your opinion on it, um, but I told her, I told her, I said, if you wanted to talk about farts, oh, I
0: saw that's that, ex-
1: that's exactly what we should talk about, because that's what that you want to that was talk in the comments, about. right, so <laughs> the whole idea is that you get... To, you get to be heard not a lot of people get to be heard these days so we want the opportunity for as many people who would like to come on and join us to talk
2: about whatever and we're not here to argue with you uh it was surprising how many people reached out because like we have a platform available to them and they want to talk yeah it's interesting
1: and as, as you a musician and as us a musician i'm sure that was when you did this like oh we get to talk music i'm sure that's exactly what guess what went through my head it's like well, i'm excited i'm just like it
0: cool i want to do a podcast yeah and some people do that like i don't don't fucking care what the topic is like i just sit around and bullshit the whole time i don't really care as long as there's like as long as we're able to like keep up the conversation right Right.
1: we have not yet and we're still very in the in the early process of this that we have not had a guest who we can't talk to it hasn't happened yet but we've only had four so far maybe three i think you're the fourth one
2: yeah i
0: think so it's kind of difficult to find people that you can't actually talk to because those people typically don't come forward. Right.
1: They're not. You know, they're not just going to have the urge to be like, "Oh, I want to try this," and then they get here and then they can't do it. Yeah, and those
0: are like, um, those are like the underachievers, the people that are just, yeah, you know, cruising by, just yeah. just floating on. Yeah. I think which, it's more that
2: they're stuck inside their head, so they can't. Well, bring that it out.
0: that that's definitely part of it. But like, um, I don't know. Some people they're they're afraid to do something different or do something new or, um maybe something that they're not comfortable with. Right. Um, I actually had a conversation with uh, my girlfriend the other day. Uh, she's like, why, um, why do some people, uh, avoid working hard? It's like, they don't those, believe in the,
2: themselves. They don't think they're capable of working more than what they're not doing.
0: necessarily. So it could be one aspect. It, it could be absolutely. Um, but what a lot of people do, uh, you know, they they get stuck in their own way. They they do just enough to to get by, to not get noticed. Because when you work hard, the expectations for you are higher. Yeah. If you're if you're just staying low, then no one's going to expect anything more of you. It's called it's right. mundane, and people prefer the mundane. It's safe. That's right. what it is. People people want, want safety and security. Get and, out of their
2: comfort zones. And
0: when you take risks. There's the chance of failure, and a lot of people just want to avoid that altogether. For example, in my job, my line of
1: work, I'm a, I'm a lead in in a mellow mushroom kitchen in Tempe. And I worked hard to get the position that I'm in, and I'm continuing to, to rise because uh, for a lot of reasons... Rise runs, like the crust. Yeah, rise, <laughs> I guess. I, I, I look at the crust and I say, rise, and it does it, and that's why I'm in the position that I'm in. You feel I'm powerful. powerful. All rise, motherfucker. <laughs> they call me Jesus Christ. Everybody's heard that, but that's where I come from. Um, but I'm I'm trying my hardest. There are people that have been in that kitchen for six years, that I am, I'm climbing over. But
2: that's not why don't they go home? That's not well. <laughs> because it's their life, man. It is because pizza is their life. The particular life. person I'm talking. I know about, some
0: people that are like super obsessed with pizza. The particular
1: person I'm talking about has been there for six years. Uh, the company's only been around for six years. Uh, he he has a. a Started Uh, from the bottom, now we're at the bottom. still there. Right. He has a degree that he could easily take off with. But as you're saying, it is very hard for a lot of people with maybe social anxiety or, like, like lack of social skills to move and advance because of how comfortable they are there. When they thought, even in this position that they're in, they would never be comfortable. Now they've achieved that. It's not even that they're comfortable either. You can't
0: really, like, blame people for that. Like, everyone wants something safe. And that's something safe. Not trying harder is something safe. Right. But if something were to ever happen to that, if say the restaurant were to go down or um, they had to make cuts, then they'd possibly lose that safety and yep. security. Instead of trying for something better, working harder to move up and then build the, up that resume and move elsewhere, mm-hmm. that could that could like all fall apart. Like they're putting all their eggs in one basket because that they feel that that is safe, that is their home, that is their nest, that's all they know.
1: So I'm climbing over people that have been there way longer and have been offered the job that I am, uh, as of right now, trying to achieve. They've been offered it multiple times and they've declined it, preferring to just stay the grunt of the kitchen and the backbone of the kitchen because as you're saying it is the safest place to be. Once you get into management and anywhere, your job is now on the line on how well you do. And how well you, other people do. Right. Because your job is based They're on a reflection managing. Of, you're of you. Trying to make mm-hmm. sure that everybody's doing their job. And if they don't do their job, you're not doing your job to make sure that they do their job. It's a hard job to keep, it's a hard job to get. So people they won't get there. The money's much better and you start making salary, but some people feel Rightly so, that money. I thought follow.
0: you grew celery.
2: <laughs> no, actually, it's, uh, it's, it's created, manufactured. You it's manufactured. It. Yeah. You That's why when you open it. up like a CD case with a bunch of CDs, it smells like celery. Right. Because it's, it's the same. It's all manufactured. manufactured. It's it's the the same same I've never had that experience. Really? Really? Yeah. It definitely smells like celery to it's me. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Because they make them in the same
1: factory. It's CD <laughs> slash celery factories uh, where they produce celery. Is
2: that why they call it
0: cellophane? Yes.
1: Mm. It's, it's actually. It's made of celery. It was meant to be called celeryophane. But, uh, it sounded too much sh- like diarrhea. Exactly. Yeah. Like nobody wanted diarrhea phane. So it's diarrhea fane. Yeah. yeah. Very, very no one wants wafty that. Wafty smelly. Um, so yeah,
2: that's neat. Celery is so, so fucking stupid. <laughs>
1: My God. Hey, uh, what's your favorite coffee? awkward no, the, okay so
2: <laughs> what do you mean, like, mean by favorite coffee oh, like figure it out man. do you mean like creamer yeah. like the coffee itself the or... coffee like okay like like, like coffee place. Place? yeah
1: no, no no don't forget about the place <laughs> coffee go anywhere what's your favorite coffee
0: i would either get um actually so my old routine um i would make my folgers uh Black silk every morning.
2: Mm,
0: I drink that black and then. Um, you drink it black? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes sugar, but uh, a lot of times just straight black. That way, like. It grows um, your
2: chest hairs. It's <laughs> hair <laughs> <Yeah, I'm laughs> like hey on that. your chest. Oh, you so actually have yeah, That's just that. the black <laughs>
1: coffee right there. That's what it is. That's why, see, I. Yep, I, for, uh,
2: there's
0: one for every cup of coffee <laughs> that I've consumed. <laughs> so much. And like. <laughs> there's, there's, I've had so much coffee that it's like starting to grow Oh my here too.
1: See, I drink, I drink mine with creamer and now look at the little tiny choices that I've oh, got. It's so cute! cute. <laughs> I drink in a thousand, but they grow at like You're like a baby ski. man! I'm like, yes, I'm a I'm a band is what they call them, or a maybe A maybe, a maybe, person. Yeah, maybe <laughs> a yeah. person I like yeah, cream, so I don't like it
0: black I'd have my black coffee in the morning uh, sometimes with sugar um, and then on lunch I'd go and get a couple iced coffees like uh, vanilla iced coffee and Mm -hmm. then um at night you know before bed I'd go to like coffee rush and get like a frozen blended drink or whatever jeez yeah I
1: can't so I was just asking I just
0: need a caffeine constantly like even to sleep well it's
1: conditioning you've conditioned your body to need caffeine
0: at this point yeah and I use leave-in conditioner in my hair too (laughs) so that's conditioned
1: very nice. Yes, I also I don't use leave-in. Actually, I used to, and it's very nice, especially with the curls and everything. Leave-in is perfect. Yeah, that
0: that Garnier man. It just oh, you
1: have no idea. I am. I'm using the Furtis, uh, uh brand um, label company, but. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now I've lost my train of thought. This is gonna happen every podcast. Worldwide. Derailed. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, you would but withdraw. I digress. You would start withdrawing, uh, because caffeine is very strong, very addictive.
0: You get like a migraine. Yeah, it fucking sucks. It sucks. And
1: I started drinking energy drinks like an idiot, cause I. Yeah, I that's work... why I
0: don't do that same thing anymore. Like, I'll just I'll have maybe a coffee a day. Yeah. I, uh, days without coffee are a little bit of a struggle. I can go yeah. with
1: days without coffee. Sometimes I'll wake up. I have a regular-ass coffee maker. A lot of people have these new Keurig's things where you just press a button and coffee's
2: fucking there. Put some oh, th- in th- okay, so I <laughs> don't... Materializes. Uh, those are, those <laughs> are convenient. They are. <laughs> they are. They're, they're, they they're are. super convenient, Extremely but it's like wasteful. not enough coffee. And it's not. Exactly. It's
0: also... It's not yeah, it is it's, really it's wasteful. a bunch of plastic. Yeah. Well, because
1: you can have a small, medium, large, or like, extra-large cup of coffee with the same amount of coffee... You don't put any more in there. The cups are the same size.
2: And that doesn't make any sense to me. It never did. There's like, actually a uh, there's an attachment that you can get that you can put coffee grounds in it. Oh, I've so. done that, too. My grandpa has a curator. Yeah, he one of those. doesn't like the It's a refillable, K-pots. reusable yeah. cup.
1: Yeah, uh, I, have. I have one of those. I said K-Pots because... K-Cups. k pods K-pods. I, uh, I was thinking of... Uh, Podcasts? Tide Korean Podcasts? K-Pop. <laughs> K-pop. <laughs> K-Pop. Korean Pop Culture. Love it. Um, I listen to
2: Gangnam Style. But I work...
1: Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I work a night job. I work until 1 o'clock in the morning. And people are coming home and I'm going into work. So I have a day, right? I have a full... From like noon to like 5 o'clock, that's my day. And then I go in at 5 and I don't get home or get off work until 1 and then I'm up until 4. So you see how kind of my schedule is a little different than most people. The stare is just <laughs> insane. So energy drinks have been keeping me going. and uh, Dude, Rockstar Boom whipped
0: strawberry, that
1: is a It is shit. delicious, you're right.
0: But it doesn't even taste one, like an energy drink.
1: I know, it's, it's so, so good and creamy and nice, but the one that, that really that helps one? me is NOS.
0: Yeah, no, okay, so <laughs> uh, when I was working at State Farm, uh, I, I was experimenting... I was experimenting with different kinds of energy drinks and so many of them just like made me jittery and like mm-hmm. unfocused and like scattered. Oh, yeah. But NOS helped me focus. It woke me up and it kept me focused.
1: On a Friday night, I, I won't go with energy drinks all week, but Fridays and Saturdays are busy. So I usually have Saturdays off because I requested them when I started working because it's band practice and it's very important that I need that day off. But Fridays are always so busy and I'm always working Fridays, So I always know it's Friday. I'm closing. I'm going to be there for nine hours. I need a NOS because Red Bull makes me jittery. If I drink a Red Bull, I'm shaking while I'm making pizzas I don't even and really then there's like no ac- It's awful. It's gross. It gives yeah. you a nasty aftertaste like you just drank like powder. Like baby powder. No. <laughs> not you. For me it does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've drank no. enough baby powder. No. I've definitely
0: powder. breathed it in before. No. Um,
2: but it like makes me snorting lines of baby powder. Yum. Yeah, dude. I thought it was something else. Nice in <laughs> right in oh. the no-
1: it kind of smooths out the nostrils, dries it up, you know, so you don't get that sweet nose bleed. Out. you do that before yeah, you do chafing, the cocaine. If you're chafing, it works, and it, it helps with the the nasal passaging. Um, but yeah, so Red Bull makes me jittery, but Nas, you, like you said, focuses you the fu- and it's the worst for you. All all the shit in there is disgusting, but it helps so much. I used to much. drink
2: that shit all the time. I got
0: seven cavities. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I drink half a nos, and my teeth started rotting. Out. My liver
2: just <laughs> shut down immediately.
1: It's so bad for you. And then we don't care. I know it's bad for me. You know it's bad for you. Yeah. But every Friday, I'll walk into a Circle K, okay, I'll grab two of them, and then I drink them. And I know while I'm sitting, this is bad. This is bad for me.
0: This sucks. I'm drink like the golf, worst golf, golf. straight edge kid ever because like I host parties. <laughs> yeah. And I drink shitloads of energy drinks. Same. And
1: Tyler remembers a couple of them. Because I have always been straight edge, and so I would throw parties. And I'd buy booze, and I'd buy weed, and everybody would have a good time, and I'd be sober. Uh, But energy drinks were like the – I bought them for myself, and then I would have them, and they were delicious. And I watched people get drunk, and I pierced nipples, and it was all really good. Parties are fun when you're sober. That definitely did happen. (laughs) That was not a joke. I did. There's
0: actually this clothing line called Party Sober, and they actually have some pretty neat stuff. Oh, that's neat. I've been considering – purchasing some but i've been (laughs) i've been pretty broke the last uh month or so i stopped working i stopped working uh march 9th that was the last day that i like worked. worked and i've been doing like um producing and um what else have i been doing how's producing going are you just like freelancing yeah
1: that's pretty neat
0: yeah. You have, I any have schooling or are you self taught? Uh, I'm self taught. Uh, my guitarist had schooling, and then my cousin and his so, friend went to school for it, and I, they're wanting to collaborate. Yeah.
1: I meant to ask did you produce the EP, the first EP? The uh, EP no, the yourself? first
0: EP, uh, three songs were done by Joseph Gerhard. Uh, the first, fifth, and last song, I believe. And then the second, third, and fourth songs were done by Nick Matthews from Get Scared. Okay. Uh, there is a seventh song on there that's not on the physical release, it's just on the digital. Um, I think I just that noticed that now. Yeah, yeah I don't have the Write physical Love on one. Your Arms for Nothing. That, um, that's a song that we completely wrote, produced, engineered, mixed, mastered Wait, everything ourselves.
1: I write love on my arms for don't, nothing. Don't all write the time. love.
0: Don't, don't write love on your arms. Can
1: you tell don't. me why? Is there a danger behind this? Should so, I stop doing <laughs> that? It's like I, wake up I actually, I, I wrote, wrote that song,
0: um, so back in high school, I think I was, like, well, 15 duh. or the 16 or something like that, like that.
1: Of course, back in high
0: school. I think I was, like, 15 at the time, uh, there was, like, this whole, uh, to write love on our arms day I or whatever, that, yeah. and, um, like, I saw, I saw people that had, like, love written on their arms, and, and then they had, like, uh. Like fresh cuts on their arms and cute. like I was like don't don't do that for nothing like if if you want to do better then then do better and so I, I ended up writing um I ended up writing the song it was uh like anti-suicide anti-substance abuse yeah. um yeah, I'm trying to remember the lyrics. I can only remember it when, when, when we're like playing the song. Um, it's like, I know it hurts when you feel you're standing all alone. Like, no one understands what you're going through. Uh,
1: what the fuck? You said you wrote this when you were like 15 or 16.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And even for... Cause and know- when you fall and no one picks you up, when you're low, it might feel like the world is trying to kill you. Don't let your suffering be for nothing. I know you can't get through this. Don't write love in your arms for nothing.
1: For 16 it's it's angsty i mean it is but for 16 those are good lyrics you know yeah and it's
0: still it's a song that we still play to this day yeah. um almost uh nine years later
1: so let me ask you this what do you consider the genre of your music to be
0: uh, rock yeah just general rock <laughs> just rock we have like two or three songs that are like pop punk so we got labeled as a pop punk right. band and then well, we have, to us, then we have like the 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 harder like two um, thousands MTV kind of rock, yeah. like uh, we have stuff that's very influenced by like anything that John Feldman did, like the Used and Story of the Year, and then like, I got even like heavy like Mayday Hunt.
2: grade vibes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe a cool.
0: little bit, yeah.
1: Um, so two follow up questions. One. As musicians in bands that have performed and will continue to perform, um, whether they're the same name or not, uh, do you feel that the local scene or the music scene in general, especially with rock music, has diminished? And if so, because that affects all of us, uh, how do we fix it? Because, I ask this because we were talking about doing DIY shows when we start coming back uh, from writing this album. And
0: um, that's what I do. Right. And and that's so, what I'm getting back to
1: Yeah, and so we haven't been on a stage for Two years t- Almost two and a half years yeah. And when even even beforehand The shows weren't big Especially in the local scene Because of the type of uh, genre and type of music that we were playing The scene started it started diminishing when we were there Now it's been two and a half years We don't know what the scene looks like now So we were talking about doing DIY stuff And I was thinking in my head if we just, If we tried to promote ourselves Do a DIY, get the venue, sell tickets Does anybody even give a shit anymore? You know that, that's, that's how we're putting we're on our last show. Like
0: I booked Club Red myself. Um I'm good friends with Paul Benson, the audio engineer there. Yeah. And actually he was audio engineer now he does like uh the booking and shit there. Um, he's a really cool dude, really easy to work with. Um, yeah, he's really helping us out with this last show. Um, we were we were trying to do it a little bit earlier but like <laughs> So we put out our, our last EP, the Acoustic EP, Watch It Break, on April 13th, and we wanted to do a show around then. The soonest, uh, the soonest date that they had available was June 22nd on you know like a weekend date. So we're like, okay, I guess we're putting out the EP, and then we're going to play this Michael Barr show, and then we're going to, a month or two later, do our actual last show. But yeah um as far as the scene it's it's changed a lot and I've been kind of out of the scene for a while um, just been kind of doing my own thing trying to like get a handle on like myself my emotions and like all the, all the all the bullshit that I've been going through the last uh, couple years well um, what is
1: it it's help yourself before you can help others and your music really pertains to helping other people through the word of mouth word of voice and uh, you kind of have to be all there in order to make other people all there too so that makes a lot of sense that you'd be working on yourself for sure
0: yeah and a lot of people don't take the time to do that no so uh, that's when you see people and bands and whole like scenes collapse and shit I feel
2: like the genre post hardcore itself kind of glamorizes being sad
1: yeah it kind of like in an ironic way because they're always talking about how to keep yourself and that might
2: upset, be you know? how it is
0: now um at least from my perspective what it was uh, it was being able to relate yeah uh, to to like, that know, that's like, definitely, to, like, definitely to not well. feel alone yeah and that, and that was the big thing because like you know I mm. was uh, I was struggling with my mental health when I was a teenager. Um, I felt isolated. I was bullied. and
2: right.
0: It was just bad time. And then I found this music, and it's like, okay, well, other people have gone through things like this, right. and they're doing fine, so I can do fine, too. See,
1: um, <clears throat> the genre is made fun of because of the content. Uh, it's very... Uh, it's, it's sad, and it's full of emotions, and it's angsty. And angst has always gotten a bad name. And then personally, I try to stay away from angsty music because it's just not for me. However, I don't disagree with the content of the music itself, uh, pop punk or uh, post-hardcore. A lot of them are talk about a lot of feelings and emotions and how people can deal with them or how they dealt with it. And emo music, it's not my cup of tea, but I don't disagree with it because they're trying to do something, and people get mad at that. Well, you try like they can fix. Well, themselves. people like to get
0: mad
2: about. They everything. do. Yeah.
1: It is true. And I used you can't to be... really fixate
2: on what people get mad at because yeah. they no. they'll get mad at whatever they want.
1: And so it's crazy because it gets a lot of it gets a lot of bad rep, and it's trying to do a good thing. Maybe some of them, not some so of it, much. yeah. Like yeah. I have
2: uh, another
0: song on that same EP. It's called "Say I'll Never Go." Um, I had this friend also in high school, um, who. Like we we started hanging out, and then it, it felt like all I ever did was complain about things that were going on in my life. And then I apologized to her about it, and she's like, "You need to let it out somehow."
1: Yeah.
0: It's like, okay, well that that understanding, that patience, those simple words just like struck a chord. Yeah. And um, I'm trying to remember what the lyric, what the exact lyric was. Um. It's in the chorus. Hmm.
1: Don't be sad and down, everything's okay, everything's super
0: fine! <laughs> Bro, I like had it in my head and then you just like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're always there when I need you, when I need to let something out. You said that I could complain, need to let it out somehow. All right. Again. Like that's... It's, it, it's so simple. It is. And like... When when people are going through things, like, some people don't understand that, like, there's going to be people that always have something to, to complain about, and it's not just because they want to complain, it's because they actually have shit going on. Yeah. And so, like, I actually had shit going on, and, like, a lot of people, um, like, I I didn't used to open up, and then I started opening up, and you a lot a of people just, now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm doing a lot better now. For sure. Yeah. Um, fucking, I'm a 26-year-old man now. You're 26? Yeah.
1: I didn't know you that much older. That's neat. Yeah. You're almost 30 <laughs> years fucking old. I'm uh, still doing this, too, though, you know? Like yeah. this, it, it shows um, a, lot of, a lot of high school, a lot of this comes from high school. You know, we started this in high school. You started this in high school, you know? And a lot of this, it kind of continues. You, you've grown. You're an adult now. A lot of that stays with you, but it's, the feelings have matured. They're not so like it's, confused. Like you, you it's have more little... so the
0: understanding, right. of the experience. Right,
1: you, you're older, and so you've gone through even more, and then you're you've developed, you know, that you understand. You're developed to the point where you know how to control it or even fix it when you didn't beforehand. Right, and, and it comes from there. So a lot, you know, high school angst, whether you like it or not, whether you want to believe it, it it follows you. So I feel like if we
2: aren't taught how to handle it either. No, there's. Uh... Well, we're told to suck it up. Huh? Yeah, get over it. It's just yeah. a phase.
1: You'll be fine. No, I mean yes. No, we, depression is a very you know, real, very right?
0: real thing. It's it's not just teen angst. Like, I still to this day um, struggle with uh, depression and anxiety, like almost on the daily. But it's it's doing something um, like. For me, it's being on the move, working on all these other projects, and yeah. um, you know, making sure that uh, bills get paid and everything, yeah. and taking care of my friends. Um, other people, it's meditation. Other people, it's medication. There's, yeah, there's I'm- no, there's no wrong way to to feel better, right? Like unless well, it's, unless shooting it's hard substance drugs. Drugs. Yes. Yeah. it's like
1: shooting up a school or hard drugs yeah but
0: I'm talking the- like um whatever you do uh, for yourself that's like not affecting other people like do it like if it. Uh, if you need medication because you have an actual chemical imbalance then like, absolutely, if
2: your brain is
0: not producing the right chemicals, well, I
2: that's my
1: girlfriend, and she takes seritol for it. It doesn't make her insane by any means. I have this much.
2: argument though, because when you meditate, you actually change the brain chemistry. You're you're like resetting it. So um, when you're depressed, you have like low dopamine or low serotonin or whatever chemicals that make you feel good. But
0: for some people, it's low. Other people can't produce the same chemicals. Right. So they need something.
2: But I feel to... like our society doesn't fully understand the fact that we can actually manipulate that ourselves just by like positive thinking is actually a legitimate thing that can manipulate the brain chemistry or like working, taking your mind thing, like uh, taking your mind off of things to work on things. Um. Like you can induce the meditative state by, creating music or creating art or being creative or working on something you're passionate about. So there's that, or just straight meditating. Like, we can manipulate the chemistry in our brain almost on a whim. And I don't feel like we understand that. So, especially children, I don't think they understand that.
0: Well, some people can. Some people can't. There's, like,
2: there are people that actually have... I'm I'm not that negating like... <laughs> that there are people, but I don't think it's as many people as we think. I think a lot of people get in this ruminated cycle of being depressed and I'm so depressed and I'm thinking about being down. So I'm down. Yeah. But I actually,
0: I know, I know someone like that. Um, I was like, like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like that as well. Just like, getting stuck getting so stuck
2: being depressed and like you just perpetuate a cycle that you've self-created and you don't understand how to get out of it
0: so it can also become uh
2: addicting because yes it is very like it makes you feel good to be sad for some reason well
0: not necessarily that but like the the attention the attention that you get from being like that like that can become addictive for some people and so they put themselves in this state, and, um, and then it, it just like draws people to them, like the the people that want to like heal the injured animal, you
2: know? Right.
0: And like people, people love caretakers. And
2: so people want to be taken care of.
0: Yeah. All right. Well,
1: I wanna. <laughs> we have a couple more minutes. I wanna end this on a good note. We only have one minute before the camera shuts off. Okay.
2: We to did an this, hour.
1: We did. We did an hour. We talked uh, an hour with uh, Brian, brother, Brian, Alex, Aaron Quintero. Aaron Quint- <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> he knows. Um, I want to end this on a good note. fucking with you. I think <laughs> we came to the conclusion earlier in the show that um, all anal is gay anal. Is that gay anal? Was that was that what we came to the conclusion of? Is this like should we put out a report? Get some scientists on it.
2: Yeah, we'll do a scientific analysis on anal sex and determine it's gay.
1: All right. Well. That ends our show
2: for Only your drink talks.
1: your coffee once per day. Only drink your coffee once per day, and don't drink NASA energy drinks or energy drinks, period. Um, we get sued by them. <laughs> we, oh, excuse me. Uh, bleep energy <sighs> drinks. Um,
2: <laughs> all right. I, love, I love energy drinks. So.
1: That'll do it for us today. Uh, it includes in. your thoughts podcast. Tune in next time where we talk to we don't know yet. but we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for tuning in, and we
2: will see you, listen to you, later.